Hey, thank you for listening to Beyond the Court Ministries. My name is Destiny Hughes Santos. If you're busy and you want to learn more of the Word, this is a place where you can grow in the Word of God and get something and apply it practically to your life. So thanks again for listening, and I hope you enjoy the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. Today, we're actually going to finish Luke chapter 1, and in episode 1, we started off with verse 5 through 25, and we spoke about God's timing and how Zechariah and Elizabeth represented prayers that we prayed maybe a long time ago that God will fulfill in his timing. Then in episode 2, we talked about God's favor and how Mary did not pray for a son because she wasn't even married yet, but God blessed her anyway and how God can bless us even when we don't pray because of God's favor. And today in episode three, we're going to finish Luke chapter one with verse 39 through 80. And we're going to be talking about when God answers old prayers and when he blesses me with his favor with prayers I haven't even prayed What should my response be? And so we're going to look at how Mary responded, how Zechariah and Elizabeth responded, and that'll help us know how we should respond when God do these things in our lives. So let's pick up in verse 39. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea in a town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believe that the Lord would do what he said. And just pause right there. One of the first responses that I saw both Elizabeth and Mary do was to glorify God through fellowshipping together. As soon as Mary found out what was happening, she went and visited Elizabeth. Elizabeth was excited about Mary's blessing and Mary was coming to visit Elizabeth about the blessing she heard that God had did in her life. So whenever God blesses us or blesses other people, fellowshipping and giving God thanks is something that I think is important and what our response should be. All right, verse 46, Mary responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he took notice of his lowly servant girl. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one is holy, and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. Verse 56, Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then went back to her own home. One thing I noticed about Mary's song of praise was... It seemed like she was praising God from her own experience. She kind of started off and saying how God took notice on this lowly servant girl, how he humbles the, the rich and blesses the poor. And it just seems like she is speaking from her experience of how God's blessing has 
touched her in her life. And I think when God touches our situation, it can turn into a testimony, regardless of where we started, regardless of our background, regardless of our economic upbringing, or the situation we can currently be in. When God blesses us, it turns into a testimony that other people can relate to. Like, hey, if God can bless me, he could bless you too. Okay, verse 57. When it was time for Elizabeth's baby to be born, she gave birth to a son. And when her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had been very merciful to her, everyone rejoiced with her. When the baby was eight days old, they all came for circumcision ceremony. They wanted to name him Zechariah after his father, but Elizabeth said, no, his name is John. What? They exclaimed. There is no one in all your family by that name. So they used gestures to ask the baby's father what he wanted to name him. He motioned for a writing tablet, and to everyone's surprise, he wrote, his name is John. Instantly, Zechariah could speak again, and he began praising God. All fell upon the whole neighborhood, and the news of what had happened spread throughout the Judean hills. Everyone who heard about it reflected on these events and asked, What will this child turn out to be? For the hand of the Lord was surely upon him in a special way. Okay, what should be our response when God blesses us? The verse here that I just see is our second response, which is trusting God's voice and his confirmation in our lives. I found it interesting that in verse 59, it says, When the baby was eight days old, they all came for the circumcision ceremony. They wanted to name him Zechariah after his father. But Elizabeth said, no, his name is John. And so they, quote unquote, pointed out to me, like, who is they? And why are they trying to name Elizabeth and Zechariah's baby? And if Elizabeth didn't trust the vision that Zechariah had seen at the temple and that the angel said to name him John, if Elizabeth didn't trust the voice of God in their lives, she could have easily been persuaded by the crowd to go with what they wanted. And it may be times in our lives where we hear God tell us something. You may feel very confident that God has spoke to you. He, he's telling you this. But then here comes the they who could potentially sway you away from what God originally told you to do. And it wasn't that they had ill will or to go against what God had told her to do. It's just that they didn't hear the voice of God like Zechariah heard the voice of God. And so not only did Elizabeth trust through her husband what he heard, her husband confirmed and said, no, we're going to name him John. This is what God has told us to do. And they weren't persuaded by the crowd. So I think our second response into being blessed by God is trusting God's voice more in his confirmation. If he done it before, he can do it again. And now I'm getting familiar with his voice so I can trust that when he speaks to me, I know that he's truly have spoken to me and I can be confident and walk with that. And it doesn't really matter what they say because I know what God has spoken to me. So what is the third thing? And I think that's found in verse 67. Then his father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and gave this prophecy. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and redeemed his people. He has sent us a mighty savior from the royal line of his servant, David, just as he promised through his holy prophets long ago. Now we will be saved from our enemies and from all who hate us. He has been merciful to our ancestors by remembering his sacred covenant, the covenant he swore with an oath to our ancestor, Abraham. We have been rescued from our enemies so we can serve God without fear 
in holiness and righteousness for as long as we live. In you, my little son. I like this. Now he's speaking about his son who just got born. In you, my little son, will be called the prophet of the Most High because you will prepare the way for the Lord. You will tell his people how to find salvation through forgiveness of their sins. Because of God's tender mercy, the morning light from heaven is about to break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide us to the path of peace. Verse 80, John grew up and became strong in the spirit and he lived in the wilderness until he began his public ministry to Israel. And I like verse 80, how it said John grew up and became strong in the spirit. And I think part of that is because of his dad prophesying in these last few verses over his life. And I think that will be the third response, at least that I noticed from this passage. Because not only should our response be to praise him and thank him and turn it into a testimony, not only should our response be to trust the voice of God and be confident in what he speaks to us and walk by faith, but I also think that our response should be to speak life in the next situation, to speak life over what we believe God has promised us. Zechariah spoke over his son out of faith and what he believed that God promised him. You know, Zechariah originally doubted, and that's why he became silent, but now he's prophesying. He went from doubt to being a prophet, you know, and that was because of his encounter with God. His faith was increased. When God answers prayers and when God blesses us, it increases our faith to believe the next thing is about to happen. So whatever you're believing to happen, speak over it now. Prophesy over that situation. And as you speak it in faith, it will come to pass just like in verse 80, it said John grew up and became strong in the spirit because he had parents that was speaking over his life and speaking out of faith what they believed God would do. And let's end in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for answering prayers. And Lord, I just pray that you would help us have the proper response, that we won't forget to praise you and show gratitude when you do show up, Lord, that we would be able to turn our situation into a testimony that can encourage and bless others who may be in a similar experience or a similar circumstance. And lastly, Lord, I pray that you will help us speak faith and speak life over the things that we believe we can see because of our newfound faith in what you've done. So Lord, I thank you. I pray that everyone listening will be encouraged by this message and that you will be with them in everything that they do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed the message today, please subscribe and share with others as I will continue to upload weekly messages. Also, if you would like a daily devotional, shoot me an email at destinyhughes20 at gmail.com. That's D-E-S-T-I-N-I-H-U-G-H-E-S-2-0 at gmail.com. Thanks and have a blessed day.